Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. I, I knew there was a reason why I should have uh, made my New Year's resolution to lose weight, and that is because we cannot. <laughs> there's no way we can cram every single member of the Dropkick Murphys in the studio. You're like the E Street Band now. Who has Ken Casey's here? How many? What do you have? Forty-seven people if in the band. If you can play a wacky instrument, you're in. Yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all. That's all that's required. How many people in the band now? Oh, it's up seven. To, it's, we only brought five, so stop complaining. Right, Could have been way right. worse. Now, what is um, rough drive up from the rough, uh, South Shore? Rough. This morning, what, was, uh, what, what happened? What's I gotta that? say, there's nothing worse. Was your driver of late? I'm an avid, it, I'm an avid is, listener. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah, cued yeah, in, yes, right? Yes, Once yes. I googled what what your call letters were, yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we had we had to Google who you were too, but that's all right. Oh, LB just broke something over there. Oh, what, uh, what, no, what I didn't. It was oh, just my head. My but there's nothing worse yeah. than just being torn apart and you're just in your car in traffic and you got no rebuttal. Well, we're glad you're yeah. here. We're, you. We are glad you're here. I, we, I, we we all love you. We <laughs> love you. Get the right guy. We, we, all, we all love okay. you. We all love you. Uh, love you love Danielle. You love Danielle. My buddy. Um, so uh, this new album, I, I read that this is the first album, maybe the first ever. But the but the first in a long time that you recorded uh, out of state, yeah. Because because first ever, uh, okay, first ever. Because when you guys are here, uh, people are getting distracted because they have they got to drive kids to sporting events and things like. Is that what's traffic? Kids, yeah, appointments, and it's just like seven guys and. We finally get seven guys in, in the building, and then you're like, wait, where'd so-and-so go? we got to walk, you know, it's just plus concentration. Just we've never done it before. You hear, you know, obviously a lot of your favorite bands growing up, you hear, oh, they went there and made a record, and, um, you know, most bands go to, like, some posh mansion or they go to, like, a Caribbean island. We, we went to El Paso. So, uh, <laughs> Why, why'd you, know, you go to El Paso? Uh, There's just a great studio there, and it's in the middle of nowhere, and, um, you know, this guy built it out on a pecan farm right on the Mexican border. And, you know, literally, I mean, if you tried to hitchhike out of there, you wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to. There was just nothing, no cars. And we set our ramps up out in the middle of the desert and got a great, like, natural something. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't do that. <laughs> but, no, it was just, you didn't you know, get on peyote like Jim Morrison or something like no, that? No. No. Um, middle of nowhere, though, basically. Yeah. Yeah, the coffee machine I've ever seen though. Oh, yeah. oh they had yeah. a great coffee yeah, machine there. Coffee machine. And that, when you're nowhere. making a record, that's really all that matters. You know? Yeah, I mean, think about that. Some bands they wouldn't touch coffee while they're <laughs> while they're making a record, but <laughs> you, you guys, the, well, you we, needed to... we were there. That uh, Andrew W K was there on another. Like, there's another studio on like the other end of the property, and we like literally could have not have been on more hours. You know, like we'd be up crack of dawn, start working, and as we were, you know. I don't know, on a dinner break, he'd be getting up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the album's called 11 Short Stories of, of uh, Pain and Glory. And I think I also um, read that, that uh, um, uh, among kind of the, the influences or themes is 
a little bit. I know something that's near and dear to your heart, which is kind of the 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 uh, fight when it comes to addiction and what's going on here in in Massachusetts and around the country with uh, with overdoses. Yeah. So we we I think we always as a band write about what's going on in our lives more so than about like you know something we read in the newspaper about something happening in a foreign country. And you know, unfortunately, the opiate epidemic and the overdoses is you know all too serious in our families we've lost family members we've lost very close friends we've lost fans of the band we've lost a lot of people that we work with with the clatter fund you know um and i don't know i i, I think I, I i've guesstimated probably been to 40 wakes in the last two years all for overdoses and um that's crazy you know, yeah and it should be front page news every day so anyway with the what when um we weren't even like really set out to make a new record and um I heard the song "You'll Never Walk Alone," uh, Jerry and the Pacemakers version, and and on shuffle in my car when I was leaving awake, and it just kind of hit me that, you know, that song like kind of a lot of sadness to it, but a lot of hope, and we we decided to do that song for the record, and then it just influenced a lot of the writing, you know. Like I said, it's you know, but you know, anytime you're trying to get a serious message across. And when you're making an album, there's peaks and valleys and ups and downs. And I think you don't want to talk about, you know, something depressing for the whole album where yeah. you get tuned out. You yeah. Know yeah, right, right, right. yeah. So that's why, you know, we have lighthearted songs like track five that I wrote about you. Oh, and, uh, oh, yeah, oh excellent. No, no, oh, excellent. Oh, okay. Uh, what's that? Was oh, that to the curve? Was that's, that? that's first class loser. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah, sure. It was actually really fun to tell, such a to tell all my friends, like, no, no, man, I finally got around to writing a song about you. Like, oh, really? Oh, thanks so much. And this is all before the album came out, and then the album comes out, and I get a call, you, you know. <laughs> I mean, Ken's the only guy who could write a song. He wrote a song about everybody in Boston and left me out of it. I, and, and by the way, I did it on purpose. He's like name-dropping, you know, Bob Kamir, and he couldn't and he couldn't, and he couldn't, get me in it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, really, it's like. Candle bits for cash. Great times. Great show. Show. Candlebits for cash. Great show. All right. Well, um, I want to talk about touring and and talk about St. Patrick's Day and all that stuff. But if you guys are ready to play, um, what, what are you gonna what are you gonna play? Um, we were supposed to play like four or five songs, but you cut us down to two. No, so no, I, I want four or five. We'll go all morning long. Right, good. Four or five. Right, I was late. Right. I deserve right. it. Uh, Who's the one that was late? Uh, What's that? <laughs> Who's the one that was late? I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you guys do it every morning. Uh, yeah, we'll play. We'll play. Uh, play one off the. Uh, the new record called Sandlot. It's about like the the age of innocence when you're like between like nine and twelve when just you know normal mischief before the the real bad stuff starts. You know? All right, Dropkick Murphys in the studio. Sandlot is the name of this one. When we were young, we had it all. We had the sun, the moon, the stars. We didn't venture very far. We didn't go. When people drove in fancy cars, we swam in pools, but they weren't ours. We weren't rich, yeah, but no one told us we didn't know.
Dropkick Murphys. Oh, yeah. Live in the studio. Live. <laughs> I got one over here. I, um, great song. Sandlot.